This has to be the most outrageous documentary we've ever covered. This this is insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no one in it even like really believes what we're discussing. Like, Meaning, it's too it's too outlandish. It's too it's outlandish. But it's like real, fam. There's like a real mystery here. But it's wild. It's well, is it a mystery? It's, I, it's a story. It's a wild I, ride. I'll say that. You know what else is a mystery? <laughs> oh no, Jillian Pensavale, <laughs> Patrick Hines, Hero Bell. Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear about yourself? Is that allowed? Is that like giving yourself a yeah. nickname where yeah. it's frowned upon? Totally. Okay. Patch. Ugh. <laughs> you know that Daisy calls me Daddy Patch. Is that right? Yeah, she's okay, like well, Daddy Steve, Daddy Patch. It's she's very allowed cute. to. She can do whatever. She I wants, know. Hi, Julian Mazzavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Hey, fam. Join us over there on, the, on that their Patreon. On that their Patreon on over their, yonder. There she blows. <laughs> we got over four hundred full ad free bonus apps. You get one every single Friday. Yeah. We almost never take a week off from the page. That's right. We do only promise three. I forget that. Yeah, but we, we just do it all the we, time. We're so we're obsessed really with it. So we never stop. <laughs> we just finished doing uh, Never Let Him Go. Yeah. About the gay man who died in Australia thirty years ago and his mm-hmm. brothers like crusade to find out who killed him and he does. Yeah, we're doing Manifesto of a Serial Killer right now, so which is we're recording our first episode of that today. It is crazy. It's, it's really, really wild. good. Yeah. It's a very very well done. It's a serial killer I'd never heard of. Yeah, it's really terrifying, but it's very well done. Very let the women do the work. We're yes, into it. yes, yes, yes. Patreon.com slash TrueCrimeObsessed. We also do all of these episodes ad-free. We do the after-party tier. Yeah. We do, we send you stuff sometimes. Yeah. It's really fun. It's a party. It's a party. It's, I'm saying it Where's the party? I wanna lose, lose control. control. Where's the party? Right? Something in our soul. Girl, what are we talking about today? All right. There's this episode of 48 Hours, and it is called, and I quote, I'm not kidding, The Case of the Poison Cheesecake, and that's exactly what's happening. It's so crazy. She doesn't do the in-your-face type of uh, homicidal maniac kind of thing. She's not a shooter. She's not a stabber. But I haven't seen somebody this ruthless in a long time. I've seen a lot of murders. I've seen people killed with knives and machetes and guns, with vehicles, strangulation, suffocation. I have never seen anyone try to kill another person with a piece of cheesecake. Until now. Until now. I'm a private investigator here in New York City. I was hired to hunt down and assist in the apprehension of Victoria Nasirova. As a perpetrator, she's one in a million. I believe that Victoria felt the, the walls were closing in on her. Victoria Nasirova had to be taken uh, off of these streets. I'm not a killer. I'm woman. Only woman. I think anybody that trusts Victoria has something to fear. No one in this episode has ever heard anything like this. No, they're I'm, like knives. Yes, machete. Yes, no problem. Death by say, cheesecake. Stabbings, fires, suffocations. Yes, I've never heard of a person trying to kill another person with a piece of cheesecake. And the host goes, "Until now." And then the guy goes, "Until, Until now. now." Let me ask you something. I'm not even the biggest dessert person, but yeah. have you ever had the cake that's called Death by Chocolate? I don't really it's like, like chocolate. A, it's like a layer. It's like a seven or it's an oh, insane yeah. layer cake where there's like whipped cream and layer and then crunchies or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's called like Death by Chocolate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just thought of that. Okay, great. Because they said, like, death by cheesecake, I would never. And I'm like, right, but there's that dessert. Death, death by, by chocolate. I also don't really like the cheesecake. I'm not really a cheesecake person. Oh I know. I know. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I said, without a doubt, this is the most insane coming up on we've ever seen. It just goes on and on and on. I, and, you, and I was like, wait, are we? should I be taking notes on that? This right. is wild. Yeah. Peter Van Zant is our host. Yeah. Victoria Nazarova is our criminal. Yeah. I'm just saying it because, I'm just saying it here, because I wrote it down because I was like, this is going to be a hard one. Okay. Nazarova. 
robot. She has a robot. She has a robot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, she's our perp, as she's they say. She's brazen. She's diabolical. We hate Victoria. Officer Kevin is here. He's like the, the officer who investigates this thing. He'll never get over it. I love, but I, he'll never. He'll never he get over really this. He really will never. He didn't believe it until he did. I know. And then, but he's great. I kind of love this guy. He's a New York City cop. <laughs> he is. So it all starts, we are told, on September 2nd, 2016, what seemed like a routine call, Officer Kevin tells us. Yeah, this what? woman, this woman, uh, what? No, what? It seemed like you really had something to say. Well, I was going to say, like, I don't know. I guess if you're a cop, these are all routine, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to get really into this scene in a second. She, Her name is Olga. She's a beauty stylist. She does eyelash extensions at a nearby salon. Eyelash extensions? Yeah. Is I, that a thing? It is. I've never done it because I'm afraid that they're going to poke my eye out. <laughs> but I have a friend of mine, and I, I'll, I'll keep her anonymous because I don't want to, like, I don't know, put her on blast if she's yeah. into it. But I said to her, the last time I saw her, I was like, your eyelashes are exceptional. I was like, what mascara do you use? Oh She's like, God. girl, mascara, they're extensions. Can I, I was t- like, oh. Daisy has discovered amazing. mascara because I used to use mascara for beard, for my beard. She's putting lashes. her face mascara on her eyes. Well, it's real. It's like ladies She's mascara. conjunctivitis. <laughs> but she, one, like, the other day I, I walked into her room and she was just standing in front of her mirror putting uh-huh. on her mascara. She loves it. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it really is Maybelline. Maybe it really is. But here's Olga's story. So we learned that she called the cops, but here's how we got there. She'd reported items, including purses, had vanished from her home. She told him she had just returned home from the hospital, where she said she'd been in and out of consciousness with severe dizziness and nausea. When he got to the scene, Olga, a Ukrainian immigrant, still seemed a bit woozy. By the time the police get there, Olga is still a little bit woozy. And I said, did they release her too early? Like, what? Yeah, I guess. It seems like she should not have been let go. She just, like, walked herself home? That policy of, like, needing a friend to pick you up or whatever was not in place in this hospital. And she, even now, she, like, does not remember talking to the police when they arrived at her apartment. No, no, no. It's like when you wake up still drunk and you're like, did I walk the dog? That, like, happened to me the other day. (laughs) See, when I partied and I woke up, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm still drunk like I'm 20. And then it's 10 o'clock and you're like, shit, I didn't take Golden out. Oh, wait, yes, I (laughs) 100% did. Oh my God, I need to bring it back. Yeah. Oh wait, I 100% did. Travel down the road and back again. Girl, Talkspace is back. And you know what? Just in time, the holidays can be a real downer for some people. Yeah, or just like a lot. You know, not even just being a downer, but it can be very stressful. It can bring up a lot of emotions. There's a lot going on during this time of year. If this is the sign you've been looking for to like get a mental health professional into your life, you're welcome. Yeah, and I do want to say, as stressful as it is, it's also very busy. So like with Talkspace, you don't have to commute to an appointment. You could just do it in the comfort of your own home. It's not, sometimes it's like, it's your whole afternoon trying to get to an appointment at at two o'clock. Not anymore, not with Talkspace. And the whole nightmare of trying to find a therapist is always the worst. It can take weeks or months. With Talkspace, you sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider who's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The magic of the internet, girl. I mean, are you kidding? And also, don't worry, Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations, because I know a lot of people are concerned about that, rightly so. I want to also say Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. How many times during the week am I like, oh God, I got to talk to Jeff about that on Thursday and I don't write it down. I don't, what, you know what I mean? But with Talkspace, you can send that message yeah. so they always know what's on your mind. So instead of writing something in your notes app to bring up in your session, you can just send it and the app becomes your notes app. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So fam, as a listener of TCO, you'll get 80 bucks off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com TCO. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com TCO and get 
80 bucks off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash T-C-O. Tis the season to take care of your mental health, girl. Yeah, talk it out. Talk it out. You'll feel so much better. You have no idea. So here's all she remembers. Here's all that Olga remembers. Was that a frantic client from the salon had come to her house, a Russian woman named Victoria Nazarova, who had wanted her eyelashes extended in a hurry. I need an emergency eyelash repair done. Please, please, please. I need an eyelash extension stat! The cops were like, she needed her eyelashes extended in a hurry. It was an emergency eyelash extension is what she needed. Yeah. And even Officer Ken is like, she was like, please, 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 please. please, 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 You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. Like what? Now, Olga, and I don't know about eyelash extension. To me, it's like, what if you take your makeup off? Like, do they just get pulled off? Like, I've put, if I've gotten my makeup done for something like, like when we did our Broadway show, I put some like fake lashes on just for like, because we're on the stage. Uh I do them very rarely, but it is sort of like these removable ones. You just like wipe your eye off for it to like take your makeup off. I don't know how you can possibly do that, but I feel like you must be a magician if you can do it. We see her doing it at one point and it looks like surgery. Yeah. That's why I'm too scared to do it. But they look amazing. Well, and that that's the whole thing. Was Like, this lady is pounding on the door saying, please, I desperately need an eyebrow extension. And Olga's like, I Eyelash only, extension. I, I, oh, God, what's the difference? Because your eyebrows are here. Oh, those eyebrows are <laughs> above your lashes, and your lashes are attached why, to your eyelids. I, like, why do you randomly have patches of hair above your eyes? It doesn't make... Now that I'm really looking at it, it looks really fucking weird. I know. Why Back do you have you. that? It's weird. Two little caterpillars what? just hanging out of there. Why do we have this? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It looks really weird on you. Okay, great. <laughs> what do I do with this information? Go shave them off. What are we doing that, here? I promise you, I assure you that would be a much worse, worse situation for all of us. <laughs> you included. Oh my God. Um, but Olga's like, um, girl, I'm sure it's an emergency, <laughs> but like, I've never, I only work in the salon. I don't really do house calls. No. Like, you're being like. And you're at my house. Like, like how do you even know where I live? on the door. Like, what's going on? And Olga says no, but this Victoria person, quote, had a habit of being pushy. She'd repeatedly suggested they spend time together outside of work. She started acting like she's my friend, you know. Feeling uneasy, Olga refused Victoria's offers to hang out. So not only is she, like, forcing Olga to do house calls, like, and not not even Olga, like, like, going to Victoria's house, like, Victoria barging in on Olga. She also wants to hang out, like, not at the salon, and Olga's like, girl, you're my client. We're not friends. No. You're my client. This is a transactional thing we got going on. Which is kind of funny. I'm like, whenever I hear of people who aren't up for new friends, I don't really get it. I'm Uh like, this Victoria lady seems nice, at least now. I'm pounding on the door demanding an eyelash repair. Now, to be fair. An eyelash extension. An eyelash extension repair. To be fair, though, I feel like if it's an emergency, it's an emergency. Uh, So close to your eyes. Like, does it hurt? Like, I I don't know. I feel like if there's an issue close to your eye, like, we need that net out. Do you know what I mean? So I get it as much as I possibly can. And in my head, it's it's so much bigger than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like... Olga! Oh, yeah. Olga! Oh, my God. So, Olga's like, girl, no. I know. Um, But now, this is where we get the start of hearing no less than 500 times (laughs) that Olga and Victoria look exactly alike. I'm not seeing it at all. They're both, like, white Uh with brown hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other than that, like, a totally different bone structure, different eyebrow shape, which I know you hate now. (laughs) They're so weird. Now I'm looking at them again. Different lip shape. Why do you have hair on your face like that? I don't know. Different (laughs) eye color. And I'm like, 48 hours. I know. This is a little bit of a reach. But we will hear... 
from now even until like the news gets wind of yeah, this, yeah. they're like <laughs> shockingly similar looking, separated at birth, I, twins. And I'm like, yeah. they're like ten years apart in age. I mean, I guess it's like they have brown hair. I know. I, I don't. I'm not seeing it. I'm not saying that like to be shady. I just they insist everyone. The I know. cops are host. The news reporters. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. insisting that they look exactly the same. And I'm like, I know. I it, feel like I should see the resemblance well, more. It does become important down the road. I. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a kind of an important plot point eventually. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> but do you do you see it or am I am I um, am I missing something? Cuz if I am, tell me. They eventually do a side by side and I can see that like oh, like Victoria needs them to look like each other and I can see a world in which like if you're handing a bouncer at a bar this ID saying you're mm-hmm. this lady he's okay. not going to question you. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's not like the one time I tried to use Steve's ID to get into a bar the the bouncer was like no. <laughs> was this Yeah, this was recently? not No, this okay. was no, no no this was, <laughs> was like no. when, what? Okay. While Olga turned down socializing with Victoria, she relented to her pleas for eyelash help and told her to come over. Olga's uneasy feeling returned when Victoria showed up at her door with three small slices of cheesecake. But she says, okay, fine, come over, I'll help you. And Victoria shows up with three small slices of cheesecake. Of what they call famous cheesecake. And I'm like, okay, but where? Because we're in New York now, right? Do you have like a cheesecake spot? Are we talking about Veneros? Are we talking about Rocco's? Uh Juniors? Like, what kind of cheesecake are we talking about here, Victoria? Uh Uh You're not going to say famous cheesecake in New York and then not mention the name of the place? I mean, Olga does not know. We learned that Victoria quickly gobbles up two of the slices and then insists that Olga try the last one. Right. So she ate two. (laughs) she brought over three. Yeah. She ate two and then basically forces Olga to eat the third. And then Olga, the, the host says to Olga, did you eat the whole piece? And Olga goes, yes, it was a small piece. <laughs> it was a small piece. Um, and cheesecake goes, and I'm not, again, I'm not a big I, dessert person, but cheesecake can go like that. I know. But when she was trying to let us know that, like, it's fine that she ate the whole thing because it was small. And I said, Olga, have a chip and eat live. Eat it. Eat it. Have a chip and live, girl. Eat the cake. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> eat the cake. Well, actually, I take that back okay. because Olga had, and I think what she's trying to say is, like, she had a small piece. Yeah. And then she got violently ill. Yes. So she just had like a, a couple of bites. But like, and she's getting really, really sick. And she doesn't remember anything after that. Legit throwing up all over the place. Right. And then she like blacks out from cheesecake. Now, the cops don't believe Olga. Uh, especially Officer Mark. Rogers wondered if she was a drug user. I said to her, I said, Olga, I said, I want to believe you. However, this doesn't add up. But she was adamant, adamant. This 100% happened and... This woman is up to something. I don't understand what's not adding up for you here, Mark. Right. Why would she call the cops pretending to have lost purses? And the poison cheesecake. Right. Why don't you believe her? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> to be fair, he's like, poison cheesecake, I've never heard. Not Knives, sure. machetes, guns, yes. <laughs> Suffocation, fires, drowning. I don't know. All of them. But then he's like, you know, Olga's, you know, running her mouth. I'm not believing a word she says. And I look over <laughs> into wild. the trash can and he sees the, the like, takeout container yes. with, like, cheesecake remnants in it. Yes. Evidence. But he goes... Oh, that looked good. That looked good. That looked real good. And we see it. We see a picture of the cheesecake container remnants. It's an empty, small plastic container with hardly, it's like someone licked to get every morsel off it. There's barely anything left. I know, I know. That's how good it was. I'm like, I'm thinking it's Venero. Could be Rocco's. Oh, my God. So, wait, Olga identifies this as the cheesecake box, to which Mark tells his team to bag it and tag it. We are so serious about (laughs) cheesecake. Now, I want Olga, I want the best for Olga. I want her to be healthy forever. I want to get whoever did this to her. But it's like, Olga ID'd it as the cheesecake box. Like, (laughs) 
I know we gotta know. do the cop speak. I'm back in a tag it, GP. But there's something about the cop speak and cheesecake. I know. It's a little humorous. <laughs> Mark is very serious. He's been doing this for 20 years. Right. And he won't hear like Mark, but it's cheesecake. I <laughs> He's like, I know exactly. She ID'd she ID'd the it. cheesecake remnants. Rogers told his evidence team to bag it and tag it. Whatever had been in that box, Olga said it had made her very sick. You almost died. Yeah, I was in coma 34 minutes. I was in a coma for 34 minutes. 34 minutes. But the doctors didn't find anything suspicious in no. her system. But she was hospitalized twice and yeah. in a coma for 34 minutes. I'm like, and then you just let her walk home? I know. We are going to learn that, like, these hospitals really aren't doing a deep dive in their, like, tox screens. You know what right. I mean? We start with, like, the minimum, yeah. the bare minimum tox screen. They're and looking for, like, out. bleach. If there's no bleach in her system, there's nothing. They just send her home. They send her home. She, you know, just walk. The case goes cold. Not unlike the cheesecake <laughs> she ate. Oh. They can't find Victoria. They yeah. barely believe Olga so they're not working on the case at all they're like you had oh you had a stomach okay you had some bad cheesecake you had a little stomach issue but then we learn that like a few months later a witness comes forward to which I said there's holes in the story here what do you mean a witness comes forward to who because it says a witness comes forward about seeing Victoria at Olga's house the day after the alleged cheesecake incident I wrote the cheesecake incident I literally cannot I mean the The cheesecake cheesecake incident incident. (laughs) but I'm like hang on a second the case is dead Mark didn't believe her anyway so who did the witness call? And why did it take him like a month to do it? We learned that this witness found Olga passed out? Yeah. Well, because, so who, is, who are they? Well, the witness's story is that like they passed who we will learn is Victoria later like in the courtyard or whatever. Victoria tells the witness, oh, Olga is sick. The witness goes to check on her. I'm a hero neighbor that you're going to go check on your, your neighbor. Right. Her room was like a sauna. Someone had turned the heat on full blast, even though it was a hot August day. And Olga was passed out in the bed, barely dressed. When she's discovered, she's discovered in this sort of racy lingerie. Olga was stunned by this detail because she had been wearing sweatpants. Olga is shocked to learn that she's in sexy lingerie because she had passed out in sweatpants. And I'm like, sweatpants in August? I know. <laughs> but, so honey, you're missing the, you're, you're, you're burying the lead here. Am I? I will. <laughs> Sweatpants and August, explain yourself. I know, no, no, no. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. I mean. It's pretty bad. Please. But but what they're saying is that somebody changed Olga in the middle of the night. Right, to make it look like an overdose or a suicide yeah. or something. Like she they're, put they're on sexy lingerie it. and then spilled pills all over the floor. Like, I, I, I what Victoria. horrible, like, novels are you reading? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, what, what, are you, what is this, Dynasty? If the idea is to make it look like she killed herself, the pills would be in her mouth, not on the floor. Right. And also, like, what, what does... Like, lingerie versus sweatpants have to do with anything. Right, like, she got, like, on her sexy lingerie to take her own life. Like, what? I know. Or overdose? Like, I'm going to have a, what? Victoria's not A little bit of me time? Like, no. (laughs) Tipsy's here. Like, Victoria (laughs) is the worst. Travel down. Girl, Way is back. This is your favorite hair care product. Once again, tis the holiday season could make a great gift for that person with hair in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Look, my entire hair care routine is Way. I love it so much. Yep. So I love this detox shampoo. It is so, it's one of those concentrated shampoos, but it doesn't strip your hair. So yep. my hair is super high maintenance, as you know, like it's color and I want the color to be as bright as possible, but I also want it to be, I don't know, clean. Right. And usually <laughs> when that happens, when you're using these like super scrubby shampoos, the color is out. Like I see it in the water. Like that, oh, there it goes. God. Color's gone. <laughs> Not with whey. 
And also the thing I love so much that I don't think we've talked about nearly enough for my liking is their leave-in conditioner yes. because it helps with frizz, it helps with flyaways, it helps with breakage, but it also protects your hair from all of your styling products. So it protects hair from heat up to 450 degrees. What? It's color safe, it's cruelty free. I have one, I made sure this is a true story because I'm gonna be spending some time at my parents' house over the uh -huh. holidays. I don't even wanna miss it, I have it sent there. Yeah. So I, I know I always have the leave-in <laughs> conditioner. I, that's a true story. I wanna tell you it's the leave-in conditioner is for those on the not e-list. Oh, okay, got it. Like, <laughs> not anymore because it's a detangler too. So, fam, don't miss your chance to get away this holiday season. Go to t h e o u a i dot com for fifteen percent off site wide when you enter promo code TCO. That's t h e o u a i dot com for fifteen percent off with code TCO. Get off the not e-list. <laughs> I love Adorable. it. Adorable. I'm not even on it because I use that leave-in conditioner. <laughs> After this witness comes forward, this is when the cops finally believe Olga because a man yeah. was like, hey, you should believe her. So they're like, okay. Right. And then Detective Rogers is like, yeah, I had to do that uncomfortable apology thing yeah. where I had to be like, I didn't believe you and now I do. Well, now, so this is Detective Rogers. It's Detective Mark, as I'm calling him. Yeah. He turns his attention to trying to find Victoria, but like, but where could she possibly be? I don't know. But this is where we learn that somebody else at the same time is also trying to find Victoria. His name is Herman Weisberg. He's a PI. He's a retired NYC detective. This guy loves his job. Former cop, current PI, loving every second of it. I gotta tell you, I was like, I thought he was kind of like, I thought he was just kind of like a gross New York City PI. This guy turns out to be great. He's uh, a... We're all, we're all going to learn some things from Herman really today. He's really good at his job. You think he loves it? I, oh, he loves Lo it. He's totally in the right line of work. Like, he's good. He, he knows what he's doing. Totally. And so he's tracking Victoria online. He's yeah. like, he finds all of her social media. She's on these Russian dating sites because she's Russian. She is a sex worker. She works as a dominatrix. And so Herman's like, here's what she was doing. She was advertising her services as a dominatrix. You could call it slash escort. He believed Victoria was using online ads to commit crimes of opportunity. She would knock out with knockout drugs, taking money, watches, jewelry, whatever she can get. She like drugs you. Drugs you and robs you. Yeah. Oldest trick in the book. Put a pin in Weisberg. We'll be back to him for a moment because we got to go back to Olga. <laughs> Olga's back at work. Olga's back at work and she's telling everybody about what happened. <laughs> We're also watching her do an eyebrow extent. Right. Eyelash extension. <laughs> you know what nobody needs? An eyebrow extension. I mean, no, we don't need those things on no. your face to be longer. Why do you have them? They Why look so weird on you. I have your finger in my face. <laughs> I've never, ever really thought about eyebrows before. They're so bizarre. I guess. It's like a mustache above your It eye. is. An upside down mustache upside on both down. eyes. <laughs> Why does your eye have a mustache? I don't know. It's so weird. Probably to, for some kind of protection. I would think. Catch debris. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Oh, my God. But wait, back at work, Olga learns something. Well, she's telling everyone about Victoria poisoning her, yeah. basically. And one day, one of her other clients is like, wait a second. I think I know this woman because I think she poisoned my husband's friend. His name is Ruben. His name is Ruben. This guy, he's here. His name is Ruben Rubikoff. He this... owns a dry cleaning business and he fucking loves it. He loves if it. If you think Weisberg loves being a PI, yeah. Rubikoff loves it. They all love their jobs. They love their And, like, what and a Olga blessing. loves it, too. Olga like, loves Olga's her job. excellent She's at it. She's great at it. What a blessing to love your job. I know, right? My God, from somebody who, like, hated his job for 20 years. <laughs> I know. Jesus. 
So let's go two months earlier. This is Ruben's story. Can I just say, we see yeah. so much B-roll of Ruben unloading dry cleaning from so trucks. Much. He loves it. He loves it. He's in the it. best mood ever. This guy is so happy. And he's just like so super proud of it. Yes. And, you know, so he meets Victoria on a Russian dating site and she invites him over oh to God. her house for a nice fish dinner. Because he, she loves to cook and he loves to eat, says Ruben. <laughs> okay, Rubes. <laughs> Look, match made in heaven, oh, right? Match made in heaven. So Come over, let me cook for you. We don't know what kind of fish it was. Nope. But he takes one bite of fish and he's out of it for three days. He's sick <laughs> for three days. But Victoria, I'm not, I'm only laughing because Ruben is here with a smile on his face right. the whole time. So he's I feel like, like can it's you believe okay. this shit? Can you believe this fucking happening? He's like in a coma for three days being attended to by Victoria who takes a thousand dollars in cash and charges $2,400 on his Amex. Right. They've been together for five minutes. They've they been, just yeah. met. Yeah. And she, he's passed out one bite of fish. <laughs> then two days, then we, oh my God, the writing of the this episode. Two days later, Ruben was still out of it when Victoria literally took him to the cleaners. One of Ruben's employees took this video. She was walking here and there and making some stories to my workers. Oh, we had wine. He drank two bottles of wine. I don't remember nothing. Victoria literally took him to the cleaners. So what she does is she, she brings him, him to back his to his own business. I can't get enough. And an employee oh records the entire thing. Because remember, Ruben's been like out of commission for three days. MIA. Nobody knows where he is, right? Nobody loves their job more than Ruben. He's been missing for two days. Ruben's not going to go two days without doing the dry cleaning. No, he loves he it, loves right? It. And also, like, as just, he's is running this place. And yes. You don't know where your boss is. Like, that's a uh -huh. scary thing, right? So she brings him back to his own business. Oh and employees God. recording everything. And Victoria's like, he's happy. He had two bottles of wine, and I'm like, three days but ago. We can also see him sitting there. She's like, you drank two bottles of wine, right? And he's looking at her like he doesn't know who she is right. or where he and is. Victoria's like, maybe he'd take a pill or something. <laughs> and, and she's sitting in his office chair, know, by the way. She is acting like she owns the place now. I'm like, did Ruben in, in a stupor sign over <laughs> his life's work to her? Who does she think she is sitting in his I office know. chair at work? But Ruben's To sister. come in and have all these lies about him. He's hammered, he's whatever. But she's not done yet, Ruben. Ruben's sister calls an ambulance, and before the ambulance get there, Victoria flees the scene, but not before going down into the basement where she steals a few hundred dollars and their watch off his wrist. Right. She takes like, but and as then she loading, bails. As they're loading him into the ambulance, she grabs the watch for good measure. Yeah. Oh, also, as if this isn't bad enough. Private Eye Herman Weisberg says when it comes to Victoria Nazarova, Olga and Ruben may have been the lucky ones. In 2017, Weisberg began working with this woman, Nadia Ford. Nadia said her mother, Ala Alexienko, with whom she was very close, had gone missing back home in Russia. Victoria's a fucking murderer. Yes, that is true. Yeah, and like not just attempted, because these are attempted murders, which, yes. which is bad enough, obviously, uh -huh. because the intent is there, but she's an actual murderer. Well, now we're going to learn about that. That's why this Weisberg private investigator is back. So we're back in 2017. Yeah. We meet Nadia Ford. I urge you all, do not fuck with Nadia. Please do not fuck like, with don't, Nadia. She doesn't, it's not that she doesn't have the time, it's that she will destroy nope. you. Yep. <laughs> Right. And she has every right to. <laughs> Nadia's amazing. We learned in 2017 her mother went missing back home in Russia. Right. And they spoke every single day. And just before the mom vanished, she's telling her like, oh, by the way, Nadia, this young lady moved in next door and she's my best friend now. Guess she's who it is? My, it's fucking Victoria, it's Victoria. My new best friend. So now we're going back to 2014. Yeah. Right. So Victoria, once again, was very, very pushy. Yes. And Nadia and everyone is like, this friendship didn't really make sense. Like my mom, like there's a big age 
much difference. Victoria's like kind of super glam and she always has like her eyelash extensions oh or whatever. God. And Nadia's mom was just sort of not like if Victoria and Olga look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two are polar opposites. Because it's it, like Victoria is Nadia's age. Nadia is Allah's daughter. Yeah. But it's Victoria and Allah back in Russia spending all this time together. And look, I love an odd couple. Sick. I love an unexpected yes. friendship. But yes. Nadia is trusting her gut and she's like, Mom, I don't like this. I What's don't like it. Right. On? And so the mom says to Nadia, so the mom and Victoria both live in Russia. The daughter, Nadia, lives in Brooklyn. Right. In the fall of 2014, Allah had told Nadia she would be sending her daughter special gifts. Her new best friend, Victoria, would bring them. Victoria would be carrying $6,000 in cash and other valuables, including two fur coats to be hand-delivered to Nadia. But Victoria never showed. But Victoria never shows up. And, like, obviously she didn't show up, right? Like, she took the money and ran and whatever. So Nadia called her mother. And remember, they spoke every day. And she can't reach her mom. And she says she called her mother. Like, the day the mom went missing, she called the mom a hundred. Literally, she's not being hyperbolic. A hundred times. She said at least a hundred times. And I just over and over and over and over again. And she, like, Nadia's terrified. She said for eight years, she had never once not answered the phone when I called. Eventually, we get the mom's phone records. And Nadia looks at them. And we see that the last call her mom received was from Victoria at 11 p.m. and then no more calls after that. Yeah. So this is where the timeline got a little confusing for me because we were told that Nadia decides she's got to go back to Russia to figure out what happened with her mother. And she knows Victoria's behind it. Yes. And 48 hours, like, so we took her back to Russia and I was like, wait a second. To re-traumatize Nadia. Right. Yes. So Nadia immediately, two years ago, went back to Russia and now 48 hours is taking her back to recreate what she did in her own, like, personal investigation there. And you could see on her face because they make her go to a lot of these places. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're just re-traumatizing this she, she lives. They live in this town called Kran. I believe the town is called Kransnodar. It's 800 miles south of Moscow by the Black Sea. It looks very cute. I googled yeah. pictures of it today. Oh, cute. Seems like a very cute little town. Here's what happened when Nadia went to Russia. And now she's telling 48 hours yeah. as they all went back again. So she, so Nadia convinces Victoria to meet her outside of her mom's apartment building. This is after the mom's gone missing and Nadia knows Victoria is 100% behind And it. Victoria was supposed to be in Brooklyn with all yeah. the gifts. And now she's not there. Like yeah. she never showed up. Whatever. So. So Nadia confronts Victoria. She says Victoria so she loudly insisted Allah was alive. And then she ran up the stairs. And then I'm like, where are you going? Why are you running? And if she runs up here, are you chasing her? Exactly, yeah. Nadia told us she notified police and took them inside her mother's apartment. I guess Victoria just, like, vanishes because, like, all of a sudden Nadia's calling the cops and letting them into the mom's apartment. Right. And she says, like, she quickly realizes that the place has been looted. So, like, all the family heirlooms, all the expensive jewelry, it's all gone. And $40,000 in cash that the mom kept in a secret hiding spot under the floorboard. Her life savings. Like, oh, my God, put it in the bank. Although, no, is it corrupt? Al- I don't know. You're always saying to bury your money in the I'm saying woods. if you have millions, take it one million and put it under a tree in the woods. Okay. In a box. But if all if forty thousand dollars is like, what if the house burns down? Uh-huh. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know. Makes me nervous. Or 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 some trash bag that Victoria moves in next door. And convinces you, like, let's tell each other secrets. It's girl talk and like, a sleepover. I don't know. If you had $40,000 in cash hidden somewhere in the house, it's just like, right. for fun, like, where would that even where be, would that though? Be? And I was like, it's, you're actually standing yeah, you're right on it. You're standing on it. We see them, like, pulling back the carpet and, like, pulling up the floorboard to the I secret know. hiding spot. I was like, oh, my God. I know. So the police are no help. Nadia, of course, like, reports all this to the cops. And they say to her, like, sit tight. Like, Victoria's definitely going to come back. Like, we're not going to go looking for her. But she'll, I'm sure she'll turn up eventually. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so Nadia's going all around town looking for her mother. She's, she's going all over the country. Like, yeah. She's going all over the country, like, putting up flyers. She's desperate to fight. She doesn't care about this stuff. She wants her mother back. Now, Nadia's calling Victoria and begging her to yeah. tell her what's going on. And she's like, look, you can have my apartment. I'll give you all the money you want. Like, I just want to know what happened to my mom. It's yeah. so fucking sad. It's awful. Now, Nadia is driving around and just like another hard day at work for Nadia trying to get to the bottom of this thing. Yeah. And she I notices- don't know what Nadia does like for a living that she can afford to just like leave her life and come look for her mother for however yeah, long it I think, takes. I think that's like no longer a question uh-huh. when the cops aren't helping you and Victoria's a nightmare. Like I think it's just like, sorry, work. I'll be back when I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have shit She's to like, do. I mean, how do you have money? Like how can you afford it? Well, she well, what's interesting you should ask. <laughs> Nadia's driving around and she notices these traffic cameras and she's like, I wonder if maybe they recorded my mom and yeah. or Victoria. And so Peter Van Zant, the host of 48 Hours, goes, But you gotta get access to these photographs. How do you do that? It's Russia. You buy things. You have money, you buy things. It's Russia. You buy things. You have money, you buy things. <laughs> she's talking about bribing the cops. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. So she, Nadia gets the, these images or she yeah. gets this footage and she sees her mom and Victoria in a car. Now, I see two blobs. I, I believe know. Nadia. It's I believe also, her. The images are from 100 miles away from the mom's house, like the mom's apartment. And Nadia's like, I guess when you know somebody and you like you you've known them your whole life, you can you can just you recognize them. It's probably her car. It's her car, yeah. It's just like it does look like two blobs. Right. But Nadia is convinced it's Victoria and her mother. And I believe Nadia. Girl, Factor is a new sponsor this month. I have used Factor. I have eaten Factor. It is absolutely delicious. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service that can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. This is the food that you eat. It's ne- it's always fresh, never frozen. It's like health-conscious cuisine that you can prepare in two minutes that is actually delicious. Yeah, and they like their options. You can do keto. You can do what they call like calorie smart. You can do uh, plant-based. So it's really incredible. And you can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, like you said, fresh, never-frozen meals. And they support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. That's the whole thing, supporting the healthy lifestyle. If you're looking for something calorie-conscious, which is kind of why I went to Factor, try their delicious, dietitian-approved, calorie-smart meals with a around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's like the perfect number of calories for a meal. Yeah, and if you want something a little extra, like, I don't know, some add-ons, they have over 45 add-ons to suit your, you know, whatever your preferences or your taste. So you can have like breakfast items like apple cinnamon pancakes and bacon and cheddar egg bites. Yes. Or if you want a smoothie, if you're into like cold pressed shakes and juices and smoothies, they have that for you too. Fam, head to factormeals.com slash obsessed50 and use code obsessed50 to get 50% off. That's right. That's code Obsessed50 at factormeals.com slash Obsessed50 to get 50% off. Tell him Patrick sent you. I've been eating this stuff for a long time. Two minute meals, fam. You know what? Two minute. Who has the time? I know. I do now because I'm making you my do. food in two minutes. So Nadia, the daughter, calls the cops and she's like, I've got the footage because you bri- you bri- I bribed you. I bribed you, remember? You gave me the images. And they're like, sure, it's Russia. You have money. You it's money. Things. Exactly. And she's like, it shows my mom. And the cops are like, girl, we've got these pictures too. Like when you bribed us, we went and actually looked at the camera footage ourselves. Right. And like we've, we've already had these pictures. So like the cops finally look into it. Nadia says they confirmed Victoria rented this car with these plates, tracked her down and brought her in for a lie detector test. But before the results could come back, unbeknownst to the cops, Victoria caught the first flight out of Russia. 
Victoria hops on like the next flight out of Russia. Don't they do that? Like the results in real time? Are we always watching them? Like, I mean, I thought like with the little the little sharpie Maury on the Povich paper. If can say you are not the father in real time, why can't the Russian police? Yeah, do and it? I don't know why they were like because they made it seem like everything was riding on the results of this test, and then yeah. they're like, all right, just check back in with us tomorrow. Of course, she's gonna bail. Of course, right? And so this was October. So by April of the next year. The cops eventually find Nadia's mother, Allah's remains. Yeah. We got this like really sad moment from Nadia where she said, I literally gave up my entire life to find my mother. I quit everything and everyone. I did not believe that she was not alive. Yeah. And they do. It's April 2015. Nadia gets the phone call that they found charred human remains in a remote area about two a two-hour drive from Allah's apartment. And Nadia, this is so awful. I don't know why this has to happen like this, but Nadia is called in to identify the body. And at first she's like, nope, it's not my mom. And then she said she saw her teeth and she recognized her mother and identified her from her teeth. Yeah, It's just like, I wouldn't be able to do it. No. If it was like Steve and they're like, I need you to come and identify this charred body, I would say no. I'd be like, Jillian, you have to do it. Right. And then 48 hours is like, yeah, sob story, kid. Let's go back to Russia and then let's go to that location and have you relive it again. I know. They're like, we're here. We may as well. You can't just sit in a in a nice little room and have a conversation with Nadia. We have to like reopen all of these wounds for her. I know. Nadia does seem like tough as nails and she definitely wants to tell the story because she, she wants does. to fucking get this yeah. woman. No, and I'm I'm glad. I, I love that Nadia's here, but I'm just, I, I'm feeling for her a lot I know. in these moments. And we learned that like by now, Interpol issues an international arrest warrant for Victoria, but I'm like, then go look for her. Right. How does that work? But meanwhile, Nadia's like, okay, government, Nadia finds Victoria two, in two seconds on Facebook. Well, this is so weird. So like Nadia goes back to Brooklyn. Nadia went home to Brooklyn, determined as ever to track down Victoria Nazarova. On a whim, she turned to Facebook, and you'll never guess whose face popped up on the screen. Victoria was posting pictures all over Facebook, checking in at this place, that place. Beautiful life. She puts her name into Facebook and up pops Nadia. Like, she's not even trying to hide. Like, Nadia for real, for real Nadia. Yeah, Nadia she's <laughs> partying. She's going out to restaurants. She flew to Mexico. And I'm like, what was the arrest warrant for then? If there's an international exactly. yes. arrest warrant, how is she getting on planes? I know. I mean, unless she Explain took somebody else's me. ID or something. Maybe she did. You know? Yeah, maybe. How many bodies? Oh, my God. God. So she, I mean, if she has another ID, hopefully she just swiped it and yeah. left it at that, right? Ugh. She's in Mexico. Then she flies New York, we see all these like Facebook posts of her. She's just yeah. living the life. And Nadia, and remember, she's like got that forty grand from Nadia's in mom in cash, and the other six grand that she was supposed to give to Nadia that she didn't, and then like expensive fur coats. I'm sure, that I'm sure she sold. And so Nadia tells the cops all of this, and immigration, and they can't find Victoria. And I'm like, useless, useless. Honest to God, it's like we know where she was five minutes ago. Explain that international warrant to me, then. Uh, right? How is she? Uh, uh, but this is when Nadia hires that PI Herman Weisberg, right? And he. Like, okay, this this is where the guy, Herman, was like, I was like, all right, this guy really knows what he's doing. So Herman's looking at all of her photos because stay stupid, everyone. Yeah. She's posting everything, every move she's making, she's posting online. And like the thing, it's like out of a movie because like she wears these enormous Jackie O sunglasses uh-huh. that all are very reflective. Yes. And she's taking selfies and he's like looking in the at the sunglasses to see like he can see the whole room. Right. What happens is that like he's like looking at a picture of her. He sees that she's in a car. It's kind of cool what he does. He sees the stitching of the car headrest. The stitching on that back headrest. Yeah, that's just black leather with a light gray stitching on it. I decided the next morning I was going to be at a big parking lot at a train station. 
He walked row after row of vehicles, peering into windows, hoping to find the make and model that had that stitching. He drives to the nearest train station near to like where he lives, where the most cars would be. So he can literally go car to car looking for that stitching. Yeah. I was like, this where I was like, what are you doing, guy? This seems like a waste of time. No, he finds it. He finds the exact stitching in a Chrysler 3000 S. Is that what it is? It's a Chrysler 300. Well, I just kept thinking. <laughs> a Chrysler 3000 S, I right? said. Which what? would make complete sense. <laughs> what do those letters mean? Uh, it doesn't right? matter. Do. But I just kept thinking about the Cat Williams bit, which I will not quote because I'm not Michael Scott. Uh-huh. But there's he has a joke about a Chrysler 300, so I just kept hearing his voice Wait, say a Chrysler 300. It's something about how people get like really fancy cars, and they they're like they want to make their Chrysler 300 look like a Phantom or oh, like funny. like a really funny car. And he's like, no, it looks like a Chrysler 300. But like the Chrysler 300 looks kind of fancy, no? Yeah, I guess that was the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pick a car out of a lineup, so I don't really know. Same. Like, I, could you tell me what a Chrysler 300 oh, is? Are you kidding exactly. me? I can barely tell you. I, I no, exactly. Thank you. I can't even think of what I can't tell you. I'm so. Stupid. I rest my case. Okay, so now Herman's like, we got her. So we got to track her down. Well, the thing that is so crazy is that like sh- this woman is so stupid. She's like liking all the things in this one area of Brooklyn called. And she's doing check ins. She's like checking yes. into locations, restaurants, and all this stuff. You guys, she lives five miles from Nadia. They are both from Russia. This lady probably killed Nadia's mother. She lives five miles away from Nadia in Brooklyn. In Sheepshead Bay. So yeah. Herman and his team. So you send some of your investigators to look for one of these Chrysler 300s. Did they have any luck? Well, yeah, we found a bunch of them. Then uh, the next day I had somebody run the license plates and luckily we found one that came back to a Russian sounding name. Only one of them came back with a Russian sounding name. (laughs) So now they drop on us. Like this is happening in real time. It's happening. 48 hours takes us to the fucking car. Not to like a car that looks like the car. They take us to Nadia's car. Chrysler 300 parked on the street. (laughs) I'm like, where is she? Is she watching you do this? So Herman, like they get the the car registration and all the information. And now Herman, the PI, goes to the building on the car's registration. And he's like, wait a second. This is the PI. This guy's amazing. I know this building. Yeah, He clocks the building from one of Victoria's selfies because of her Jackie O sunglasses. Because, so she's literally in the building in a bathroom and she takes a selfie where in the sunglasses you can see a telephone pole and two manhole covers. And like a lamppost out the window. Out the window. And he literally points. He's like, that's the, it's all right there. It's that's right the there. two manhole covers and the telephone pole. Like it, you can, and you look, you're looking back and forth and you're like, oh my God, like, this PI is worth every penny, Nadia. Jesus, Herman, you are absolutely in the right line of work. What? Like there's no, can I mean, you you're imagine? amazing at this. I know. Amazing. So the building is where Victoria lives. It's her boyfriend's apartment. Yes. But they live together. And the car was his too. Yes. She lives five blocks away from Nadia. And I'm just going to say, the host says to Nadia, did you try to go out there and find her? And Nadia goes, no. And she goes, why? He goes, because I would kill her. You know what, Nadia? I believe you. <laughs> I know. I know. Absolutely. Don't put yourself in a situation if you're going to commit murder. Like, seriously. So now we get like this woman. Oh. I know. So I the know. boyfriend eventually rats her out in two seconds. Yeah. But uh, he tells 48 Hours that Victoria was so jealous of this guy's dog named Joey, Joey the Beagle. Apparently, Victoria got very jealous of uh, the, the dog getting some of the spotlight in their house and uh, decided to poison the beagle, allegedly, on the beagle's birthday. I'm a dog lover, so that stuff. And Joey the Beagle's demise didn't sit well with Victoria's neighbors either. She killed his dog, that bitch. 
Mm. Killed his dog. This neighbor goes, she killed that dog. The bitch, she killed his dog. <laughs> and I'm like, where is she? I, I want to talk to her. Your this, aunt. Your like, aunt makes a cameo. That's my cousin Cheryl or whatever. <laughs> this woman will not stop poisoning living creatures. I know. And it reminded me of a scene, I'm sorry, everyone, of a scene in Big Love where Bill Hendrickson says to his brother, get your wife to stop poisoning people. And the brother goes, I'm trying. <laughs> and it reminded me, like, someone's got to tell her to stop poisoning people. I mean, or living creatures. What a monster. She's just like constantly. And also, like, boyfriend, what did you do when you found out she poisoned your dog? Did you kick her out? Yeah, why were you still living there? Like, what is going on? I mean, the the PI goes, if she were left unarrested, this could have been really ended poorly for Brooklyn. For Yeah, but because, and Nadia's like, excuse me, my mom would, like, are you kidding? I know. So, Herman, the PI, calls Homeland Security and all these people. They both decline to take action. But one of the, <laughs> one of the organizations he calls is Interpol, like the very people who put out an arrest warrant for her. He's like, I found her. Yeah, the, again, what is the point of an international arrest warrant then? Uh, it's unbelievable. Like, so they call the good old-fashioned NYPD. God, they're like, yeah, we'll arrest her. <laughs> we'll arrest anybody. <laughs> we got a black guy in there too? We'll happily no, arrest Oh my him. God. <laughs> and on March 20th, 2017, the police made their move. The woman who had once posed as a dominatrix suddenly found herself in handcuffs. Suddenly found herself in in the handcuffs. Oh, God. <laughs> now, the cop, Detective Mark, from what everyone is calling the Cheesecake Case, yes. is like, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 I have yet another up. apology. Yep. Because he's like, wait a second. Victoria wanted to kill Olga with that cheesecake. All she does is poison people, yes. right? So, like, that has to be what it is. And his theory is that she's going to assume, Victoria's going to assume Olga's identity because we found Olga's ID in Victoria's apartment. So the, the apartment where she lived with the boyfriend and the, and the dog that she murdered, mm-hmm. when they raided that apartment, in Victoria's possession was Olga's ID. Right. And they're saying that Victoria's visa was about to be up. She knew she would have to go back to Russia, where she was facing fucking murder charges. Right. So she needed the ID to stay in the United States. And this is where they do the thing where they do the side-by-side pictures. Uh-huh. And I'm like, she looks enough like Olga that she could get away with it. No one's going to question it. And you you know what you can do amazing things with makeup i watch drag race it's true well listen olga does the the, the eyelash extensions but look a little contouring oh my god right Girl, Miracle Made is a sponsor this week. And I got to tell you, these are the self-cleaning, self-cooling sheets. And where have they been all my life? Yeah, well, they were inspired by NASA. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, this is a good thing. The Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So you get better sleep every night. I got to tell you, being cool is, I cannot sleep if I am not cool. These are the Mm -hmm. best self, like these are the best cooling sheets I've ever had. Yeah, and here's what happens to me. Well, I'll be like, wow. I'm nice and cozy, right? And then I'm just all bundled up. And then halfway through the night, I wake up sweating and then my sleep is ruined. But this is what we mean by thermoregulating. They're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature so it knows. They're also self-cleaning. So these sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7 of the bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. Like what? Yeah, so they don't smell and they're not like, now I'm just thinking about all the bacteria that's all over the place, but not with Miracle Made. So go to trymiracle.com slash TCO to try it today or to gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we got a special deal for you, fam. Save over 40%. And if you
you use our promo code TCO at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Yeah, Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Fam, upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash TCO and use code TCO to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash TCO and treat yourself or a friend or a loved one this holiday season. Treat yourself. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. And you will with Miracle <laughs> Made. you will. So we're back with Detective Mark. And, you know, his theory was that the whole cheesecake poisoning was to kill Olga so that Victoria could assume her identity. Right. And they say, like, in order for them to be able to prove that, they have to prove that the cheesecake had been poisoned. They whip out the fucking cake box. Yeah, like the, the original plastic container. From, like, however many years ago in Olga's yeah. apartment. Like, they still have it. They send it, it in. It must smell so bad. I Oh, God. Can right? you, oh, like, cheesecake it's in general cheese. smells bad. It's just, like, milk and cheese. Well, they say when they originally sent it in for testing it, came back with nothing and this is where I'm saying they're, they're not really looking very hard right. for things. Then they have to like do more extensive testing yes. and I'm like I'm sure it's super expensive and that's why they don't start with it but like here's an argument as to why we should start with the extensive testing first. But it's also like this lady was super sick like that guy was in a coma for three days right. like do the testing so they do and they, they find this drug Phenazepam. Yeah. Phenazepam is a sedative primarily used at the time in Russia. It makes you sleepy. Yeah, sleepy, then coma, then death. Rogers learned that phenazepam is especially dangerous in a hot environment. And it's especially dangerous in a hot environment. So remember yes. when Olga was found and she was passed out in that lingerie and someone put her in lingerie, the heat was cranked up and it was already August. In August. So Victoria was trying to kill her. I mean, oh like, my God. Open and shut case, right? Open and shut. So Victoria's charged with attempted murder, assault, and grand larceny. But before we get to the trial, Olga agrees to sit down with 48 hours for the interview. Peter Van Zandt and, and us, we're all going to Rikers. Fucking Rikers. Rikers to talk to Victoria. Oh now, my God. Victoria is here. This is before her trial. She speaks mostly in Russian. Yeah. And she denies having anything to do with Allah's murder. And then they ask her about poisoning Olga. And Peter Van Zandt once again tells her how much they both look alike. <laughs> He's like, you know that woman who looks exactly like you? Did you poison her? Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. the deal? And Victoria says, yes, I know her. This is kind of a big deal. I did not force her to eat the cheesecake. I admit to part of it, but I'm only going to talk about that at the trial. Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, what? Which also implies that she's going to take the stand at her own defense. Of course. Like, oh my God. She's very pushy. She can't wait. But so she goes back to, she's in prison for six years awaiting trial because of the pandemic. Right. Six fucking years. Yeah, but that also means that she was already waiting for three and then yeah. the pandemic Oh my God. Because we're, she goes to court in January of 2023. Yeah, they still, once again, they whip out the cheesecake container. Yep, they still have it's it. now like eight years old or whatever. Olga testifies against Victoria and yeah. Nadia also testifies and Nadia says this thing. She goes, I was trying to get her. Look, look at me. Look at the person who mother you killed. Look, look into my eyes. Remember them for the rest of your life. Look into my eyes. Remember them for the rest of your life. And I'm like, how many times do we have to say, do not fuck with Nadia? Do not fuck with Nadia. I just want to point out the DA really wants the jury to see that cake box as the murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> the when I tell you, it's a, it's a it's not even the big. It's just a, it's for a like a, a single piece of yes. cake to go. Yeah. 
It's so small. And it, it really, it's like somebody licked it. There's not I much know. on it. No, but there are still crumbs all over right. the place. Like a little, just cheesecake uh. remnants. So here's the thing about this, though. So Nadia, whose mom was killed in Russia, yeah. she is testifying, but she can't talk about the murder case that's pending in Russia. So she needs to speak very, very carefully. Meaning the judge won't allow that in. I fucking hate it when this happens. I if know. somebody kills somebody, that should be able to be a part of any. If they steal milk, it should be able to come into the trial. So, but all she can say is like, it was a very serious crime. <laughs> and then like, look to the jury. And I really miss my mom. Right. And I'm really like, I just thought like, oh, it's all about body language as yeah. Ursula the Sea Witch would say. <laughs> because she's really trying to look like. You can conjure any witch at any time. <laughs> Any witch at any time. So now Victoria didn't testify, which everyone was shocked about because, quote, she likes to talk. Yeah. But also she had said that she was going to talk about it at the trial, remember? But I guess what happened is some lawyer, her lawyer or whatever, got wind of what she said on 48 Hours and then ended the fact that she was going to testify. However. Oh, my God. Stay stupid. Something she did say made it into the trial. Something she said to me in a part of her 48 Hours interview published online. It's in evidence. Peter Van Zandt asked this woman in English, there is a woman named Olga who claims that you tried to kill her by giving her a piece of poison cheesecake. I did not force her to eat it? So the lawyer is reading the transcript where it's like, yeah, I'll admit to some things, but not all of them. Uh-huh. All of that is being read and put on the record. Well, and what, what she said was, yes, I brought the cheesecake over there. I did not force her to eat it. And the prosecutor is like, notice she didn't say I didn't lace it with poison. Oh, right, right. She's just saying I didn't force her to eat it. Like, what a stupid but wonderful thing to say. I, totally. Why would you even <laughs> say it like that? And it's like, when, like, why would you ever, you're going on trial for murder. Why would you ever give an interview? to 48 hours. How stupid and are you? I don't you? see a lawyer sitting next to her. No. No. And it's the narcissism of it all, yeah. you know? She can do whatever she wants. Then, like, Victoria, not only does Victoria not take the stand in her own, in her own defense, the, her, her attorney calls no witnesses. Because there are no witnesses. There, it was her and Olga. I just have, like, the main defense of Victoria is her attorney saying nobody saw her put the poison in the cheesecake. Like that sentence. Like, nobody saw it. No one saw the you poison know? go into the cheesecake. I mean, in Victoria's defense, they also say the doctors didn't find anything in Olga's system, but we learned they don't really fucking look for anything. Right. Yeah, at the time they didn't, and now it's out of her system, so you can't go back and test it again. Exactly. Exactly. And so this is when, like, the prosecutor says, you know, her visa was about to expire. She's facing these murder charges in Russia. She, like, needs this fake ID, he tells us there's only two categories of people that need someone else's ID. You have college kids under the age of 21 who want to borrow their buddy's ID to go drink. And then on the other hand, you have international fugitives who need someone's ID as a lifeline to stay in this country and not go back to Russia. And then you have international fugitives who need someone else's ID as a lifeline to stay in this country and not go back to Russia. Very specific. He says fugitives and murderers. I'm like, just say Victoria. So it takes the jury 90 minutes to come back with a guilty verdict. I mean, they're out for 90 minutes. Can you imagine? I feel like they decided in like the first round of voting and they're like, we should probably sit back here for like an hour and a half. Why not? Why? We'll just say, just like make it, just make it sound like we actually. it's just so clear. It's so obvious. So she's guilty of attempted murder in the second degree. She gets 21 years in prison, but she could be out in 15. Yeah. Now, as she's being escorted out. Oh my God. Victoria 
like mumbles, but it's pretty clear. Like to the judge. She goes, fuck you. To the, to the judge. And I'm like, the judge didn't do anything? <laughs> I know. She just like this woman. Well, she's wearing like a, a pandemic mask. So you, maybe the judge didn't hear it or something. I heard it. I heard it too. What, it was, was she mic'd? Pretty blatant. I don't know. Like, oh my God. But like she goes back to Rikers and then we see this incredibly this upsetting footage of her getting the shit beat out of her by like other inmates at Rikers. In this 2018, yeah. One inmate is dragging her down the hall it's, by her hair. It's really, really bad. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, and, and we learn. And when she's done serving her time in America, Victoria faces deportation and murder charges back in Russia. She's got the 21-year sentence here, and as soon as she's out, she's got to go back to Russia to face murder charges. Right. Meanwhile, Nadia like, and Was Olga, it worth it? Uh, no. Was it worth it? For what? Victoria? Yeah, like, no. For the two fur coats and the six grand? Like, and the 40 grand. Like, I'm sure it adds up, but, like, uh-huh. what a life to constantly be lying and no. running from the truth. Like, that, that can't, that's not fun. You only do that if you have an, like, there's something in you you need to do it. But you know also, what I mean? But also, she's just homicidal, because why are you killing the dog? Oh, my God. Why are you, she's just, like, it's so easy for her to just put harm on people yeah. and creatures like she sucks yeah so meanwhile Nadia and Olga are best friends because this like horrible woman brought them together yeah. and it's kind of like if you're not in it you can't really understand what it's like to be targeted by this horrible person I know and they both like live in Brooklyn and they're totally best friends we see them like walking and holding hands and hugging yeah at first I thought they were gonna say they were a couple I was like oh my god oh uh, no no but best friends is fine too best friends is totally fine and also just quick update yeah in 2018 Victoria sued Rikers after she was attacked and the city settled and she got $325,000 to which I was like where is that money tell me that money's going to Olga you know what I mean uh-huh. Or like Nadia's family. Yeah, I don't know how it gets distributed, but like yeah. also we can't just like be letting that happen in prison. No. And Rikers is notoriously uh, very violent. One hundred percent. But I'm just saying that like also Victoria should not have that money. You know what I mean? No, that should, should not go like on her commissary account. No. You know, what <laughs> to I like mean? fight her legal fees in yeah. Russia probably. Oh I don't my know. god. Here's a question. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's kind of sad. Olga probably can't eat cheesecake anymore, huh? <laughs> she's got to live in New York. And, and you she's know, like passing on the cheesecake. I got to tell you, Olga, I lived in New York for 23 years at this point. I think in, the, in that entire time, I've had maybe two slices of cheesecake. It's not, it's not for everybody. It's not. You know what? And she didn't even really want to try it. I think she's fine. <laughs> think she's like, like, I'm yeah, okay I'm never I'm having <laughs> cheesecake for the rest of my life. And you know what, Olga? You and Nadia, do you. I you love do you. Both. You absolutely fucking You've do you. It. Oh, girl, we did, what's it called? The Case of the Poison Cheesecake, episode of 48 Hours. Never in my life. I I was texting you. You and everyone else in this, never in my life. Never. I was texting you all day. I could not believe how ridiculous this was. I know. What a wild, crazy, over-the-top 48 hours. Let's just hop on an airplane and go back to Russia and film some shit over there. Like, all right, 48 hours, whatever. Fam, join us over in the Patreon if you want more Jillian and me and and who could blame you. Over 450 full ad-free bonus episodes. You get them all the second you sign up. We just finished... uh, Never Let Him Go, which was really good. We're starting the... Manifesto of a Serial Killer. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It's God. all the series from Netflix and Hulu and Peacock. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are like several episodes. Several episodes, yeah. So yeah. good. Um, What are we doing next? So there's a show called How I Caught My Killer. Oh, shit. And we're doing the first episode, and it's the murder of Nikki Kuhnhausen. And she catches her own killer? No, it's kind of, it's a little bit of a misnomer. It's like a web of death type oh, of title, okay. but it's like all of her friends and family explaining like the evidence she left to help them find what happened to 
Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but right. it's very victim-based. The family and friends are all here. Like, we learn a lot about Nikki and who she was, and she was an amazing person. So, wow. Yeah. All right, fam. Stay tuned for the trailer for that and our funny and hilarious outtakes. TM, yeah. TM, TM. TM, for That's years, people trademark. Like, what, is, what does TM mean? But, they, but they were just like, what's TM, 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 TM? Right. Like, we were making a sound. It was TM for trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TM, 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 TM. Oh, we love you. We love you. Bye. All right, bye. You know those people who post nonstop pics, vids, challenges? The people who give us full access to their lives, to who they are. That is 17-year-old Nikki Kuhnhausen. Why are you so obsessed with me? Social media? Yeah, it was her thing. She had like 10,000 followers. But then one day, her posts just stop. Nikki disappears. I thought someone had her tied up somewhere. She was hurt, and I... Days go by, her friends, family, and followers on edge. Then, investigators uncover their first major clue on Nikki's social media. I couldn't believe what happened. Say really quickly, yeah. Victoria Narasova is our criminal. I just I'm saying her name now because I can't say that name again. Is it not Nazarova? Nazarova. It, I stand okay. correct. Okay. <laughs> God's like, you know what we're gonna do? Yeah. We're gonna give a, a mustache right yeah. above the eyes, gonna catch the debris. For all that debris. It's the, the, for the debris. For the wind. Right. The debris. And I'm like, the, why am I constantly getting things in my eye? <laughs> yeah. Why am I like, oh, there's something in my eye? It's Great broken, job. God. Great it's job. broken. 